0: Welcome back to Nick's Picks, Season 1, Episode 2. Sorry about the audio being a little weird on this one. I was recording in my car. Uh, but before I get into the full episode, I'm just going to go over my picks for SmackDown tomorrow. I did read this all from just Googling the predictions for the matches or what's going to happen on SmackDown. But uh, from what I've been seeing, we're going to get Alistair Black versus Big E. And I'm okay with his feud, I guess, starting. It sucks that Big E is not stolen the title picture. I figured his Intercontinental Championship reign would have been a little longer. I mean, it was December to March or April, whatever WrestleMania was. Four months it deserved a little bit longer than that, but I think uh, Aleister Black was gonna try and attack E, and then I've been seeing that it's gonna get announced for Helen Stell. Sasha Banks is rumored to have to be returning. And apparently she's gonna I think she's gonna return and then win a match with whoever whoever she faces. I could see her calling out Carmella and then just beating Carmella just because Unfortunately I'm seeing a lot of rumors of King Corbin and Shinsuke about to start a feud and I don't care for either of their characters. I know that Shinsuke beat Corbin a couple of weeks back and now took his crown and now it's on Instagram. Have it driving around his convertible, wearing Corbin's crown, giving it crown giving the crown to his cats and whatnot, you know. Another another probable match. Is Bailey He's going to attack Bianca? I guess it's match, That's going to be a backstage uh, cutscene or whatever. But then I think that's definitely going to be about sealing the deal for those two at Hell in a Cell, which I I'd be okay with. I just hope Bianca wins, and then they keep that going. I would absolutely love to see Bailey versus Bianca for for multiple pay per views. They're both really good athlete performers and put on put on some really good matches, and it's not still yet. One that I'm not thrilled about seeing is a match with Seth Rollins versus Cesaro on SmackDown tomorrow and not against Roman at Hell in a Cell. I think maybe what they could do is either say the winner of this match gets the match with Roman at Hell in a Cell or give them that match versus him at SummerSlam, but that might be a little stretch because it might be too far away. Then again, they could choose to have SummerSlam in, in July. I don't think they've confirmed Money like in the Bank will be in July, but I think SummerSlam is probably gonna be in August because that's, that's always what it is. The uh, Intercontinental title picture will remain being Apollo, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zane. Not a fan of Stanley Zane and anything that he does. Nothing at all. Kevin Owens, I can get behind and he deserves to be in the title pitcher. He can put on some really good matches with Roman, but I would rather see Kevin Owens over Apollo with the Intercontinental Championship because I don't like Apollo's new Prince character. Just dumb. In the main event of SmackDown tomorrow, I think we're going to see Jimmy. So refusing to fall in line with Roman and Jay once again, and that will result in those two hanging up on him trying to teach him a lesson, but he still won't acknowledge and fall in line and listen to them. So I think we're going to see a repeat of last year and get the second Russo twin, Jimmy versus Roman at Hell in a Cell, in another I quit match with the same stipulation of last year that Jay had, where it's... If Jimmy loses, he says I quit, then he's out of their family. Same stipulations as as uh, as as Jimmy or as Jay. And then if or if he yeah, if he wins, he's out of the family, blah blah blah. And if he loses, he has to acknowledge Roman as his tribal chief, as he rightfully should, as he rightfully should, there's no one better right now, no one, no one better, can't change my mind, no one on, no one better on SmackDown, until they change Seth to a babyface, I don't know how they're going to do that with, from now to SummerSlam, especially if he's with another babyface, but I guess we'll see, company has pulled some wilder strings out of their their hat, so I guess time will tell. But I do like that angle of Jimmy getting a shot at Helena Estelle for the universal title and but I don't think that Jay should play any part of it. Because again, I say later on, I would love to see Jimmy fall in line. It may be from a Hell in a Cell match with Roman, you know, the same way that Jay did. Not the same way, same way, not like, you know, word for word, move for move, whatever, but just Jimmy falling in line, and then the bloodline being one full faction. Jimmy and Jay winning the SmackDown tag titles, Roman keeping the Universal title, and just running the entire roster of SmackDown. And I think that eventually the SmackDown titles and Raw titles need to unify and then Jimmy and Jay run the entire roster. Or not only do they do that, but then because they're, they're then competing on Raw, they can get into the United States title picture and just give literally give the bloodline all of the gold because they're saving the entire the entire roster of SmackDown right now. There's there's no trio better, no performers better. I mean, you know, microphone on the microphone, Roman, love it. Paul, Heyman, love it. Jimmy J, I love those guys. Would love to see them as title title holders and feuding with the street profits. And that's my take, predictions, and on SmackDown tomorrow night. Just from what I've seen on Twitter or uh, Google, these are my picks and my thoughts. Once again, thank you for listening. Please give my the Instagram and the Twitter a follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And in the future, I'm definitely going to have some guests, just not sure when, gonna look to post an episode every Tuesday and Thursday. So follow on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss. Thanks again for watching and supporting. Have a good one. This has been Nick's Picks Season 1, Episode 2. Welcome back to Knicks Picks, Season
1: 1, Episode 2. Well, I'm going to start out tonight talking about the Penguins game, if you can even call it a game. Uh, Last night, Game 6 in New York. You know it's going to be a tough one. The Islanders have the momentum. We need Tristan Jari to play on his head, and he, once again, did not. Whenever I was getting ready to turn the game on, I was out, I was eating at a restaurant and I wanted to watch the game, but didn't get a chance to, but I kept hearing my phone and seeing my phone go off, so I thought, okay, it's just going to be a back and forth game. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to get out of hand and, you know, away from us, but that's exactly what what it did, exactly what happened. I did get to watch the third period. I got home in time to watch the entire third period, and I was not pressed. Uh, the beginning of the third period, they were playing pepper, which is what they should have done the entire time. They were getting shots on net, which was great, but they just couldn't get any to fall. And then after the first four minutes, then they had that, that penalty. Oh, they, started, they also started off on a power play, which was good. Um, it would have been better if Jeff Carter could have got that going. I will say that uh a stat that I heard was that the Islanders didn't allow a single power play goal this year in the regular season, and the Penguins were the first team to score on their power play in Game 4. But that doesn't matter anymore because, or Game 2, it was Game 2. But that doesn't matter because the series is over, the Penguins' season is over, and I'm really afraid that that was just another year of Malkin and Crosby still in Pittsburgh, just wasted. I'm scared that you know, they're going to move on from Mike Sullivan because of his early exits in the playoffs the last couple of years. The a couple of years ago when they got when the Yankees got rid of Joe Girardi, I called that one. I said, "Whenever the Yankees lost," and, uh, I, I called it. I was driving with my dad, and I looked at him, and I said, I would not be surprised if the Yankees fired Joe Girardi, and sure enough, he was fired, and then Aaron Boone took over, and I'm behind Aaron Boone 100%. I would not like to see him be fired because, well, I just can't – don't think I can go through waiting to see who the next manager of my favorite baseball team will be. And, yes, the Yankees are back to one, again, being my favorite baseball team because the Pirates are, I don't think, anyone's favorite team at this point. I am still a Pirates fan, because I support all teams Pittsburgh, but it's a very love-hate relationship, kind of like the Penguins, kind of like being a fan of all Pittsburgh teams. Uh, looking forward to the Steelers season, as well as the rest and the remainder of the Yankee season. Not a fan of Corey, Corey Kluber getting hurt and being out for two months. Had a guy, a Yankee, another Yankee fan, come into Lowe's today and tell me that. I did not know that. But... Now that hockey season's over, I can start focusing on watching and keeping up with baseball. Talk about baseball, talk about hockey. We're going to go into some football right now. Uh, I saw that Ben is taking OT the OTAs seriously, and he never does that. So that, I'm a fan of that. Ben coming in what could be his last year. I think a lot of people are thinking it's definitely going to be his last year. And from what he told Juju, unless that's just motivation to him, I think Ben will be done after this year if they get a ring. I think if the Steelers get a ring, he's done. I think Ben's going to play his best season yet in his final season overall and do everything he can to win the city of Pittsburgh another championship. 100%. I think that Juju is going to be a stud this year. No more mental mistakes. I think he's going to stop being a distraction with the whole TikTok thing. I think that's behind us, behind this, this team. And I'm anxious to see how the new center works with Ben. And then if and when Ben retires the following season, how he will adapt to Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins? I think Mason Rudolph is the answer. I think that throwing him in when Ben got hurt wasn't fair to him at all. Uh, But I think Mason Rudolph could be the answer to the Steelers. Nothing against Dwayne Haskins, just Mason Rudolph I think is better. All right, football, baseball, and hockey all check. Could care less about where basketball's at until the finals if LeBron makes it. If LeBron doesn't make it. LeBron and the Lakers don't make it. I could care less. Uh, Going into wrestling. I'm really excited for Hell in a Cell. Even though it's in June. Again, not really sure why they are naming having Hell in a Cell in June instead of October. That's kind of always been thing, unless that's when they're going to do the Saudi Arabia show, which I don't like the Saudi Arabia shows at all. I think that with them announcing the return to the road of, for the 25 shows they're going to do, starting in Texas with SmackDown and apparently John Cena and Edge both being advertised to return. I know, I think it was confirmed that John Cena was returning, but it hasn't been anything said about Edge besides him being on a poster. But I like John Cena returning, and I don't know what he's going to be returning for. At this point, I hope it's not that they're going to make him be the one to end Roman's title reign, because that would be stupid. That would be more stupid than the whole Kofi Kingston-Randy Orton viewed a couple of years ago after Kofi Mania. And Randy just came out and just kept repeating, stupid, 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 stupid. Didn't make sense. Got old, got stale. Kind of boring. I also want to see Brock... Lesnar return at some point, because I think Brock Lesnar may be the only one that could return and end Roman's title reign, but I also think, and I was talking about this with a friend of mine, shout out, you know who you are, I think that Roman is going to have a Walter-type reign, and it's going to last up until WrestleMania 39 when it's in Hollywood, and... The Rock is going to come back at the Rumble. Not win the Rumble, but come back at the Rumble. And they're going to have the the Rumble winner choose the WWE title at Mania. And then The Rock is going to start a feud with Roman. And for the rest of this year playing out, no idea who Roman could possibly feud with at this point. I think if they don't have a Jimmy and Roman feud, kind of like the J, it's kind of a waste. But at the same time, I just want to see the Usos and Roman as champs. The tag champs of SmackDown and the Universal Championship all in the bloodline, I think that would be a phenomenal faction. And then eventually have Tamina and Nia Jax turn on their partners now and then re-team up and then get the women's SmackDown or the women's tag team championships in the bloodline too because they're all cousins. They're all related. I think that would be phenomenal. Is it going to happen? Probably not. I do think that Seth Rollins will end up facing Roman at SummerSlam. And I hope that the little face to face meetup at the last pay per view is not the only build up. I don't think it will be, but I did like the little the little sneak preview of Seth Seth Rollins suit being the colors of SummerSlam. I've seen that on Twitter. And I didn't recognize it at first, but then once I saw that on Twitter, I was like, oh, that does make sense. I can't wait for Becky Lynch to return, whenever she does return. I would definitely love to see her against Rhea on Raw, if she comes back to Raw. But seeing her on SmackDown would be ten times better. Just because of the product difference with Raw and Smackdown What else? What else? What else? Uh man. I really am worried about Bianca and the whole Bailey feud. It's going to get stale if it's not already. But I wouldn't mind seeing Bailey win the title again. I just want to see Bianca have a Decent title reign. Same with Rhea. And I really don't... I'd rather see Becky come right back and be in the title picture. And I know that's kind of dumb to say because everyone's always complaining about Charlotte showing back up and getting inserted to the title picture. But it's Charlotte Flair and it's Becky Lynch. Two of the four horsewomen. Two of the best women to ever do it. Another top 10 fantasy match, I'm sure everyone has, is teaming up Becky and Bailey versus Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair for the Women's Tag Team Championships. The Four Horse Woman, everyone's won the the titles before, except Becky, and honestly, I would like to see her win it with Charlotte and then those two kind of be friends again but after the whole thing last year with Bailey and Sasha I don't think you can repair that friendship on screen because of how personal it got and I just don't think that they would do that for a what third time then again who knows we are talking about the WWE and Vince McMahon. <laughs> Universe, back to the universal title picture. I really would like to see Cesaro one more time against Roman at Hell in a Cell and make it an... I. I, I don't know if they would continue and have Roman... Make the stipulation another I quit match. And Cesaro says I quit. That he's barred from SmackDown. Kind of like they did with Daniel Bryan. And then send Cesaro over to Raw. Because I wouldn't mind seeing Cesaro as a champ. I just don't think he's the guy to dethrone Roman. And take his title. just don't think it is. I think it definitely has to be Brock. And they they have to use a storyline of... Paul Heyman with the both of them. Brock returns on Raw using Heyman on Monday nights and using Roman using Heyman on Friday nights. Roman then finding out and then freaking out and then Brock shows up on SmackDown and declares that he's making himself on SmackDown, not on Raw and then they just go from there with the build up. That would be Amazing. Probably won't happen, but would be amazing. I think that The Rock vs. Roman is definitely going to be booked for WrestleMania 39. And I think Roman pretty much will have the title up until then, even after then. And then they'll definitely give it to somebody else. But that would be that's the kind of reign that I, and I'm sure a lot of people want Roman to have at this point, just because of how good he's been I think Brock is definitely the only one who could return and take it and at this point once you flip Seth to another to a baby face again he could definitely do it too for sure Cesaro's not the guy for the universal title definitely could see him In the WWE Championship picture, nothing wrong with that. Speaking of the WWE Championship, I think that Bobby Lashley is a really, really good champion right now. But it's the same thing that who is going to beat him right now with the current roster? Brock Lesnar is the answer to both. Of those questions. Who's going to beat Roman for the Universal title? Brock Lesnar. Who's going to beat Bobby Lashley for the Universal title? For the WWE title? Brock Lesnar. But where is Brock? Is he resigned? Is his contract expired? Where is Brock? Is Heyman secretly just waiting to bring Brock back and turn on Roman? I would be fine with either Brock returning to Raw or SmackDown. Ret- even returning to Raw first, saying, I want a title picture, I want a title match, getting a shot at Lashley, and then Brock losing and then demanding he, be- he go to SmackDown and get the title match against Roman and then win. I'd be fine with that. And then then pull the Seth babyface and have Brock and Rollins, another storyline with those two, because I, I know this is kind of dumb as a Seth Rollins fan, but I did not get bored, tired, or think that those matches were stale at all. I was there live at Extreme Rules in 2019 in the mixed tag match, Seth and Becky versus Corbin and Evans, and when Seth won... I knew he only won for about 10 seconds because Brock was going to come out. Brock was going to cash in, and I was fine with it. He got the title back at, at SummerSlam. But then lost it to The Fiend eventually. That was a waste. That was a waste. A waste. A waste. Just a waste. Switching the titles? Dumb. That's dumber than unifying the titles and making it one and getting rid of the brands almost, just keeping them night per night, but getting rid of the brand split. And I want to see another draft with another shakeup. I'm tired of seeing the same people on SmackDown on Friday nights, on Monday, on Monday nights, Raw on Raw. I, we need a shake-up. We need the tag team titles need to be unified for one brand. The WWE tag, women's tag team division needs shooken up. It needs something. And we need to have NXT back at Survivor Series and keep it that way every single year and have them just there because I enjoyed that triple threat of Bailey versus Becky versus Shayna and it would have been even better if we could have gotten another another woman in there put the, the NXT UK women's title if they have one I'm not sure I don't watch NXT or NXT UK. But also, adding Walter to the men's title match, the triple threat title match, that would have been amazing. Walter is a phenomenal athlete and great wrestler. And it could only improve the card. It cannot hurt the card in any way. SmackDown is tomorrow. I haven't watched Raw yet, probably won't because I already know what happens. And then Hell in a Cell is in soon, which sucks because I'd rather would have seen money in the bank this month and then backlash next month or whichever way they have been have always done it. It doesn't make sense to me why they're Switching up when they do the pay-per-views, it doesn't make sense to me. Keep it a certain schedule every month, every year. Keep the same pay-per-views, the same Extreme Rules in July. SummerSlam in August, or Backlash was in August the one year. I I don't know why Money in the Bank was not this month. I really don't. So Hell in a Cell is June. Money in the Bank is apparently in July. Are they going to have the Money in the Bank winner cash in at SummerSlam? Would they do that? Kind of rip off the Seth Rollins at Mania moment with the, with the briefcase cash in? That's dumb. It's been used before don't do that. Please, Vince. Please don't do that. And don't have someone like Otis win this year if you're just going to take it from him in another six months. doesn't make any sense. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see it. We want to see pushes from good wrestlers, people who are performing well and doing well. I also think that they need to start focusing on the record, the wins and losses, and making it that way, not just pulling out a random person and then giving them a a TV match, and then all of a sudden we don't see them for another three weeks. And I really don't want to see Aleister Black anywhere near Roman Reigns or the Universal Championship. Don't want to see that at all. I guess I spent the majority of this one talking about wrestling, but I have a lot I had a lot to say on wrestling as a whole because that's the sport that I watch the most out of anything besides hockey would be a close well not close a second and then some baseball, but I watch football more than hockey and baseball when football is in season, but very excited for football to start back up getting closer and closer. Expecting a lot from the Steelers this year, a bounce back after being 11-0 last year and then losing four out of their last five and the first round to the Browns. But I think that the Browns will just be the Browns. And the Steelers are getting seven next year for Ben so he can ride off into the sunset, retire. And then Mason Rudolph will take over. And it's going to be a very long, long fight back up to the top from there. I don't see the Steelers losing the division to the Browns. I don't see the Steelers losing the division to the Bengals. And I don't see the Steelers losing the division to the Ravens. I don't see the Steelers not winning the division this year. And a lot of people disagree, but I don't care. These are my picks, and that's why this has been Nick's Picks. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for supporting And thanks to my friends, you know who you are.